Hi, this is Eric Ludi for the Daily Thunder Podcast. If you are enjoying these messages and want to take these truths even deeper, I invite you to join us in Windsor, Colorado at Ellerslie for one of our upcoming five-week or week-long discipleship training programs. Ellerslie's discipleship training has been designed to ignite your spiritual fire and to give you the tools for a Christianity that really works. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ from the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. We call this our Scattered Thunderstorm season, as we release one episode each week in anticipation of our exciting winter daily podcast series starting January 17th. To learn more about our training programs or to support this podcast, visit ellerslie.com. So Eric, we just got out of an entire series uh, walking through the fall and the summer, uh, these these different series that we were walking through, and we're kind of in this middle area of between two key series. We have mm-hmm. an upcoming series starting in the middle of January, uh, which I'm really excited about, just getting to a brand new, just new concepts and new topics. But we're in this kind of like this 12-week concept or, or the series talking through a thousand daily deaths. What does it mean? What does it mean to walk in the reality of practically living? the reality of the Christian life in this generation, in this season in which we live. So these are 12 practical truths that every Christian needs right now. Um, this one is kind of an outflow of your of your fall series, the missionary Stanley Dell stuff. Could you have mm-hmm. a quick overview of even just the, the series itself, yeah. which I think yeah. will lay a good foundation? So yeah, over these next 12 weeks, I think it's going to be very encouraging for the body of Christ that listens in and, and digs their, uh, their teeth into this uh, steak dinner. Uh, because right now, it's just like we need that practical encouragement. What do I do right now? How do I live this out? And uh, you know, my two series that I did over the, over the summer and the, the fall, you know, in the summer I had the spiritual lessons from Alfred the Great. It was very practical. Like, how did he handle his crisis moment in life when darkness seemed to envelop uh, Britannia? And the same is true with these missionaries. You know, in this series called Daring to Do with Stanley Dale, which was sort of, I, I zoomed in on some of the key missionaries over a 30-year period in Erie and Jaya, Papua New Guinea. Specifically, Stanley Dale became a focus in it. And boy, I, I really love Stanley Dale. He's just such a picture uh, of, uh, you could say... Uh, fortitude, of boldness, of courage, of uh, sacrificial living for Jesus is just so inspiring. But it was, there was this one idea that I want to pick out, which I think you and I would like to sort of uh, chew on today. A couple of messages, right before I finished the series, I I gave a, uh, a part of his story where he is, he's going to boldly enter this one valley called the Sang Valley, uh, and they're hostile uh, to him there. And they have already threatened that they're going to kill him if he shows up. And he just, they need Jesus. <laughs> so he barrels in, and he is going to take five arrows. It's a great story, and I'm, I'm doing it a, a disservice even by summarizing it so quickly. But he's going to take five arrows, and each one that comes in, he's going to yank out and break over his knee. And sort of one of those attitudes, like, is this all you got? And it is so inspiring to even read the story and even the witnesses of the story and even the Yali tribes people who are going to inflict the damage and their perspective, because we know it, because ultimately they're going to repent and come to Christ in and through all of this drama. 
But he is going to then hike out. He's like going to go 12 hours or so without food, without water. He's going to hike this massive, you know, cliff uh, system. It's just an amazing story. He's going to survive, even though his insides are totally ripped to shreds. And then if anyone that typically goes through that, what are they going to do? They're going to stay away. Uh, They're not going to go back. And yet Stanley Dale's made of different stuff than most of us. He is going to go straight in. And it's ultimately going to lead to his death. And he is going to be struck with 100 arrows the next time. And the story is remarkable. And it's not because he's struck with arrows that the story is remarkable. It's the fact that even in his death, when he is being hit by arrow after arrow after arrow, he just keeps standing. He pulls him out, breaks him over his knee, pulls it out, breaks it over his knee. He just can't stay up with all the arrows because they're surrounding him and they're just hidden with arrows. And another man, Phil Masters, is going to watch his death. He's going to be so inspired by the way that Stanley Dale faces death with such courage, such love, such confidence that he's going to end up dying the same way. And there's something about this that I, I sort of circled as I was going through the series and that is, you know, m- many of us are being hit with arrows right now. Not as extreme, you know, it's not the life-threatening arrows, but they're arrows. They're real challenges. You know, in Ephesians 6, it calls them fire arrows. Uh, in uh, 2 Corinthians, it calls them th- a thorn in the flesh. Okay, that's a pretty good description of an arrow, right? And Paul didn't like that thorn in the flesh either. He, like, prayed three times to have that crazy thing removed. And so here's what I would say. This is the question I sort of laid out for the students. How many arrows can we actually take? Because sometimes we're just like, I can't take any more. I, I can't, God, I can't take any more. Are you sure about that? You see, here, here's the summary statement of scripture. This is the entire statement of what Paul is going to teach us. He's going to teach us the doctrine of suffering. He's going to teach us the doctrines of grace. What are we going to learn? How many, how many arrows can we handle, Nathan? As many as are shot at us. That's the answer. Whatever comes our way, we have grace for And that's what Paul is going to get from God as his answer. My grace is sufficient for you. And he's going to be plugged full of arrows, but God is going to give such a grace. In the first story, he lives supernaturally. In the second story, he dies. And yet his death is going to end up becoming the reason why revival is going to break through in that valley and change the Yali people. And so whether we live or die makes no difference. And then the next question is, can we endure these times that we're in? Some of us are just like, we're weak, we're faint with the tiredness of going through the unknowns, the insecurities, the the anxieties that just linger near. Uh, when, when you live in an unstable hour, it, it really does a u- unique mental uh, play upon you. How much more can we handle? As much as comes our way. We can rejoice no matter what happens, we have grace for whatever is in front of us. And as Christians, we have to know that. Very simply put, it's it's called His Grace is Sufficient. For the Stanley Dale series, it was called Yoda Wisdom. That's what I called it, Yoda Wisdom. But not the little green guy, even though I was playing upon that. Yoda means yank out the arrows. <laughs> yank out the arrows. I don't know. I can't say that D very well, right? But that's what we do. Whatever comes our way, I have grace. I have grace. I have grace. No matter what, I have a shield of faith that repels all the fiery darts of the enemy. And even if the arrows touch my physical body, they can't touch my spiritual man. I am untouchable in the heavenly realm, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Nothing can by any means hurt me. 
I have grace. Such a beautiful thought. I love in Ephesians <clears throat> chapter three, as, as I was finishing up my series, looking at that idea that uh, where he says that kind of the doxology, the ending, now he's able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all that we can ask or think according to the power that works within us. And he's playing on that same idea that he's actually given us this overwhelming power, this grace of the Holy Spirit to function and live in the Christian life and do it. And he is so far beyond able to do the impossible. God loves impossibilities. And I think it's such a good reminder in this season that regardless of the situation we're in, regardless of the circumstance, as Romans 8, 28 and 29 says, God is using all things for his purpose and plan. But then as you look at verse 29, which we tend to forget, it's he's using all that stuff to literally conform us to the image of Jesus Christ, yeah. that his desire is that Christ's likeness and godliness would be developed. So how are you going to survive? Well, you need his enabling grace. Yeah. Well, what's his enabling grace going to be doing in our life? Using every circumstance and trial to bring about a greater reality of Jesus. And I think that's so important Amen. in the crazy days in which we live. And it brings a smile to your soul. When you recognize that every single thing, every difficulty, every weight, every trial actually creates a greater strength in you, you can endure You can endure difficulty. The reason we exercise and the reason we'll go through tremendous pains, because you and I both go through some crazy workouts that we're like, why am I doing this? It's because we know it is strengthening us. But if you thought it was harming you and it was breaking you down, it would be so torture filled. It'd be really hard to get in shape and exercise if you actually thought it was harming you. And a lot of Christians have that mentality. In other words, they're facing this challenge of even nonsense. It could be uh, terrible evil plots against us. It could be. But even if it's an evil plot against us, it's God's not going to use it as an evil plot against us. He's going to turn it into our strength, which means we can actually get happy about it right now because it's only going to make us stronger. Do you have a practical thought or an outflow of, okay, what does it mean or what does it look like? Or say I've never been walking in that reality of God's enabling grace. Mm -hmm. Do you have a quick practical of either how, how can I grab a hold of it mm -hmm. or how can I begin to walk in it? Or like, how do, how do I actually apply this tomorrow yeah. in, in practically my life? Yeah. So first of all, you need to know that it's there and available. And that's, you know, how will they know unless they hear? That's, this is a good ex example of it. There is a grace available to all of us. And it is, it carries out an outcome that is exceedingly and abundantly beyond all that we could ask or think. It is sufficient for all life's challenges, which means it's not just barely able to cover the demands. It so massively outweighs them, like a fish being concerned he's going to run out of water someday. And that's ridiculous. Or you and I concerned we're going to run out of air in the atmosphere. You know, it's like, oh, no, there's not going to be enough oxygen for me. It's an irrational conclusion when we as Christians think that God is going to fall short of helping us. You have to know that he is sufficient, that he has supplied us everything we need, and he delights to give it to us. That's where it starts. And so if you've never known that, well, uh, you know, heads up. Now uh, you do. <laughs> you, you, you have access to that. So how do you access it? You access it by faith. Access it by faith. The same way you access Jesus. You come to him sort of like Jacob. This is my mental picture for it. Just like Jacob in the dark of night at Peniel, where there's the man of God that he wrestles through the night. That's how God wants us to approach him. It's like, God, I recognize you have something. I need it in my life. Because without it, I can't make it through this. And you're right. You can't without that. But with it, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. So therefore, where do you want to go? You want to go to him. 
to get it. And you hold on until it becomes your reality. And you know, as a believer, when it's your reality and when it's just a theory, when it's a theology, when it's just a doctrine or when it's your reality. And we as believers need to wrestle to get the truth of the scriptures into the reality portion of our life where we're living it. We understand it practically in our life. Amen. Eric, would you mind praying for those who are listening? Mm -hmm. One that they'd actually begin to walk in. It's not just esteem God's enabling grace, but to actually live it. Because I know a lot of our listeners are going through just in increased difficulty and hardship and suffering and death and and just a lot of craziness and confusion yeah. and i think it would just be a neat blessing for them just to know that we are standing alongside them in prayer and knowing that not only is this thing available but they are actually able to walk in this Amen. phenomenal phenomenal reality father we ask that you would do a mighty work of grace in us through us that you would take all this nonsense all these challenges all these trials all this pain, all this grief, and that you would turn it into a greater strength for your body, that you would actually leverage it to even awaken lost souls to you. Lord, that you would triumph in and through this hour. Lord, I pray that each one of us, no matter where we're at, no matter what our personal circumstances, that we would be buoyed in our current situations and that we would truly understand your close, dear, intimate presence right now. We ask this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. To learn more about our training programs or to support this podcast, visit us at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening.